authority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. broadcast the christian walk as kim miller brings us a message out of titus 2 11 through 14 which says for the grace of god that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts we should live soberly righteously and godly in this present world looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great god and our savior jesus christ who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity, and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. Hello, and welcome to this broadcast of Women at the Well Ministries. And I love this passage of scripture. I think it is just such an energizing, revigorating verse. If you begin to look at this particular passage of scripture, you can just see how we're supposed to live. It gives us the game plan. We are to live a life that is sober and righteous and godly. And then it tells us that we can do that because we're motivated because we should be looking for that coming of Jesus Christ. And then it explains to us why that should motivate us. Because it then says that he gave himself for us. That he might redeem us from all iniquity. And to purify us unto himself. And that he would create a peculiar person zealous of good works you cannot read that passage of scripture and it not put a smile on your face if you know the lord of lords and the king of kings today's message the point we want to ponder is that christians should live differently than those who are unsaved and that god should shine through us and when you read that passage of scripture it's abundantly clear why that would be Because so many people in the world today have no hope. They don't have a purpose. They're wandering around truly lost. But those of us who have placed our faith in Jesus Christ, we have a purpose. We have a hope. We have such great love that he has bestowed upon us because he gave himself for us. As we begin to go further into this verse and begin to look at all that it means and unlock the glorious blessings that are found in Titus 2 verses 11 through 14, I want you to just visualize in your mind that this Jesus Christ who has come to seek and to save those which were lost, which was all of us, who has come to give us a life and a life that is more abundant, who has come that he might dwell in us to give us a peace that passeth understanding and a joy unspeakable and full of glory, who has written this precious love letter from Genesis to Revelations to keep our hearts and minds focused on him. He has come and he has bought us with his own blood and he has molded us 
into who he would have us to be. And we're told in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, that therefore if man be in Christ, he is a new creature and old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. We are no longer servants of sin. We are no longer held the bondage of sin, but he broke us free and he set us free as we placed our faith and our trust in him. And he came to dwell in our hearts and he began to shed his love upon us and he began to shed his light and we begin to follow after him and we learn more of him in his word and we begin to fellowship with him daily and begin to speak to him as he sups with us and he knocks on our heart's door and he wants to visit with us. We begin to take hold of all of that. And we see in this Titus 2, 11 through 14 passage that it was his grace. We didn't deserve it. We couldn't earn it. We can't buy it. Oh, but we can have it if we only believe. Let us pray. Lord, I just pray that you would be with each of us as we begin to look at this passage of Scripture Lord, I ask that you would just unfold yourself in these words. And I pray, Lord, that you would just work through me and that you would allow others to see the amazing God that you are and the gift that you bring. And Lord, I pray that you would touch every heart and every mind and they would be turned towards you, Lord, and they would begin to see that there's a hope in you. And Lord, that you love us and that you mold us. And Lord, that because you're in us, the world should see something different. And Lord, that we are your light, that others may know who you are, that they may experience the transformation of a being a sinner in need of a savior to being a sinner that is saved by grace, that is a saint in thee, that is heirs into the salvation of God and that all that you have is ours. Lord, I pray that you would just be in this message, that you would lift our hearts, Lord, that you would uplift the lives, and Lord, that we would ever be changed as we see your word unfold. Lord, we love you and we praise you and we thank you in Jesus' name. And all of God's people said, amen. I just love this passage of scripture. I just love the thought that I should be different because it is not like it's a big, hard thing to do. Jesus has done it all. In fact, my salvation has nothing to do from me. It is his grace and his gift. And he changes me as I allow him to have more and more of me. I believe wholeheartedly that the day I got saved, I got all of him. But I promise you, he's still trying to get parts of me. See, I'm no, not much more unlike you than you may think. Because you see, I hide things from God, not intentionally, but sometimes I have pride or sometimes I have my own wants in my own way. And I can work out things that sometimes seem like they're right and the rest of the world would see it and they wouldn't have any problem with it. But I know that's not what he wants. And so he hasn't quite got all of that of me. But daily I try to give him a little bit more. And each day I try to commit to him more. I really want to be like Samuel and say, here am I, send me. I really want to be like Abraham and give him everything I have, knowing that his plan is true. And I believe that if I would just embrace this passage of scripture each morning, that he'd get more and more of me as I begin to see who he is unfold. You see, he says that we should have a Christian character. And we can because he lives in us. The Bible says that we can do all things through Christ which strengthens us. In Leviticus chapter 20 and verse 7, he says, Sanctify yourselves therefore and be you holy for I am the Lord your God. You see, when you look at me, you can't deny that I am my father's daughter. I have his hands, 
There are other traits I have. I certainly have a lot of his personality. On the same token, you couldn't deny that I was my mother's daughter. There are things about me that are just spot on with how she was. And so when you look at me, you can see a family heritage. But praise be to God, I I hope that when you look at me, you can also see a family heritage I have. But the God of the universe has shed his blood abroad of my heart that I might be part of his family. And he has washed me and saved me. And I am part of the family of God. And I pray that you can see that I have his hands. I pray that you can see that I have his eyes. And I pray that you can see that I have his heart. And I pray that you can see a godly resemblance as his light shines through me. And I believe that's what he wants when he said that he redeemed us from iniquity and purified us unto himself. You see, we're his witnesses here on earth. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 10, ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant whom I've chosen, that ye may know and believe me. Do you know he wants you to know him? And you can do that by studying his word and spending time in prayer. And the Holy Spirit that lives in you, that comforts you and guides you, will bring to your mind those things that you have need of when you have need of them. And he will teach you and guide you and instruct you and you can know God. And the more you know him, the more you will believe. And he says that you will understand that I'm he. He doesn't want you to live in a fog. He wants you to be confident. He wants you to be sure. And he's given you everything you need to know that he is God and that he loves you and that he's come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. He says, before me, there was no God formed and neither shall there be after me. He is God. In fact, he says in Titus chapter 3 and verse 8, he says, This is a faithful saying, and these things I will that thou affirm constantly, that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto man. Did you hear me? Good and profitable unto man. He's bought you with a price, and he wants you to maintain good, good works. We're his witness, the light of the world. In Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. You're like a neon sign for who God is. No one hides a light. They put it out so everyone can see. You go by neighborhood after neighborhood and you see all these little lights illuminating people's sidewalks, illuminating people's gardens, illuminating the sides of their house. People even put little lights in the windows. I've never seen anyone put it in a box and put a box over it. Wouldn't make much sense, huh? But sometimes I think that's what Christians do. They have Jesus, the light of the world in them, and, well, they cover him up so that no one can see. The Bible says, as I spoke about in Titus 3, 8, that we're to have good works. It says in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10, it says, For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus under good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. The point to ponder is that we should live differently and we should shine for God. And in Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 14, we're given every reason why that should be. I want to read it in your hearing again, and I want you to grasp each and every word. 
It says, for the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. Everybody has the same self chance to come to a knowing God and to repent of their sins and to allow him to give his grace and his mercy and his love to you that you might have eternal life. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. That's how we should walk. There's no question of how we should be. He has explained it clearly in Titus. And why would we do that? This is the motivation. Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of that great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. The great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. We're serving a great God. Did you hear me? A great God. None is like him. The three Hebrew children were thrown into the fiery furnace. And they looked at it and said, but I only threw three people in. But I see fourth and the fourth is likened to the son of God. He's a great God who protected those Hebrew children and will protect you. He gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. Our point to ponder is one we should dwell on every day. Christians should look differently than those that are unsaved because of what they have living in them. And God shines through us. Thank you all for joining us today for this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by our program today. And we encourage you to share your prayer requests or testimonies or any feedback that you have. And you can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your daily walk with God. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father. And it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you are interested in partnering with Woman at the Well Ministries, please feel free to email us or write to us at Woman at the Well Ministries, P.O. Box 875, Milton, West Virginia, 25541. We would also like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your thoughts and your prayers, and you are all in our prayers. Remember that God loves you, and you are loved. Have a wonderful and blessed day in the Lord.